Good morning and welcome to worship at Trinity Lutheran Church. It is good that we're here, amen? amen? But Carl is not here. Carl's off singing with the Brothers Four, but uh, we are very uh, thankful for Lance and Steve and Bruce and Arnie in uh, our brass group. We've got Kathy and Nick are going to be uh, cantering, leading us in the hymns. Ron's here, Sheila's here, Jim Neverman is here uh, as well, so we're very thankful. Uh, Jim and Betty are singing for us this morning. Uh, we've got some great music, a great service for you. Why am I wearing shorts? Well, we're, some of us are wearing shorts. For, I've been doing this, what, 39 years, whatever. Never wore shorts on a Sunday morning. Uh, for Rocky Knickerbocker, I wore shorts. So this is uh, Rocky and Susan's last Sunday here. They were at the uh, early service, and we kind of asked people if they wanted to wear shorts to wear shorts to honor Rocky. He was deeply touched. Uh, but... Um, Anyway, thank, we're thankful that you're here. Welcome to all those online. From coast to coast, people join us online. Pastor Dennis this morning, we're in shorts, I think, over at his place, Dennis and Jerry. So welcome to all those folks as well. The order of service is printed in the uh, bulletin for you. You'll follow right along there. Everything will be projected for you as well. If it's comfortable now, I'd invite you to stand. Gathered in God's house, we worship. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our gathering hymn, Beethoven, joyful, joyful, we adore thee. continue with the responsive reading, the litany for this morning. Either all are welcome, either all are welcome, all are welcome in God's house, all 
are welcome in God's house. Saints and Doubters and skeptics. Rich and poor. Young and old. Everyone equal. The love of God will unite us. May Jesus Christ be praised. Our hymn of praise will kills the skies. be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. May Jesus Christ be praised, praised in our worship, praised in our music, praised in our serving, praised in our living. Open our hearts and minds, God of glory and God of love, that we may follow the one who gave his life for us. We pray in the name that is above all others, Jesus Christ our Lord. Please be seated. Jim and Betty. That what brings us together here It has dissolved today Love has made a circle That holds us all inside Where strangers are as family Loneliness can hide You must give yourself to love Love is what you're after Open up your hearts to the tears and laughter. Give yourself to love. 
do what really matters, choose to make a difference, give yourself to love. I've walked these mountains in the rain, learned to love the wind. I've been up before the sunrise to watch the day begin. Always knew I'd find you, God, though I never did know how. Like the sunshine on a cloudy day, love shines on me now. So give yourself to love. Love is what you're after. Open up your hearts to the tears and laughter. Give yourself to love. Do what really matters. Choose to make a difference. Give yourself to love. Love is born in fire. It's planted like a seed. Love can't give you everything, but it gives you what you need. Love comes when you're ready. Love comes when you're afraid. It'll be your greatest teacher, best friend you'd ever made. So give, give yourself to love. Love is what you're after. Open up your hearts to the tears and laughter. Give yourself to love. Do what really matters. Choose to make a difference. Give yourself to love. Give yourself to love, love is what you're after. Open up your hearts to the tears and laughter. Give yourself to love, do what really matters. Choose to make a difference. Give yourself to love. The Gospel lesson is from the 22nd chapter of Matthew. When the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together. And one of them, an expert in the law, asked him a question to test him. Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? He said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment. 
and a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. The word of the Lord. this morning. Father behind that old mountain. Someone have a father behind that old mountain. Now someone have a father behind that old mountain. Where the chili Jesus, he is that old mountain. Oh, Jesus, he is that old mountain. Oh, now, Jesus, he is that old mountain. With them chilly, chilly winds don't blow. I'm gonna hide, I'm gonna 
gonna sing and shout be nobody there to put me out I'm gonna stand as you are able for the reading from letter to the Romans chapter 12 I appeal to you therefore brothers and sisters on the basis of God's mercy to present your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable to God which is your reasonable act of worship. Do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of the mind so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you not to think of yourself more highly than you ought to think but to think with sober judgment each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned for as in one body we have many members and not all members have the same function so we who are many are one body in Christ and individually we are members one of another we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us prophecy in proportion to faith, ministry in ministering, the teacher in teaching, the encourager in encouragement, the giver in serenity and sincerity, the leader in diligence, the compassion in cheerfulness. This is the word of the Lord. Please be seated. grace and peace to you from our Lord Jesus Christ who invites us to fully live in unity to reveal the message the compassion generosity and love of God in this world full bodied full bodied that is a term that I became more familiar with during a recent family reunion in Napa Valley. Do we have any wine connoisseurs here? You're the wine connoisseur. So I'm going to check in with you. Are you ready? So coach me if I'm wrong, but I believe that full body, from what I learned, is for both reds and whites. And it implies that there's an intense aged aroma, a bold smooth taste and this thick creamy viscosity could be 
Sounds, sounds about right. Yeah. But that's, that captured my imagination, full-bodied. It denotes a sense of deep complexity of aroma and taste, a complexity of each single sip we drink, whether it is to celebrate a summer evening with friends or to celebrate a holy meal with bread. The Apostle Paul invokes this full-bodied imagery in his letter to the young faith community in Rome. First, Paul encourages us to present our bodies as a living sacrifice, as a means of spiritual worship. Essentially, Paul is saying to open our whole being as we are, our authentic selves at every moment that we take a breath. Full-bodied means to boldly present who we are with all of our complexities and quirks and colors, our deepest insecurities and our deepest longings. And with this full-bodiedness, our relationship with God is our spiritual worship knowing that we are forgiven, beloved, and invited by God to live as God's hands and hearts in this world. Being full-bodied can be difficult in our American culture in which media and communities prescribe a perfect body as well as a perfect faith. We can struggle with shame when we measure ourselves of falling short from such perfection. Each morning we can cruelly look in the mirror and those insidious feelings of not good enough can sneak into our minds and our hearts. Each morning, morning, voices from the past and present and even our own voice can remind us of our faults and our mistakes. And we can condemn ourselves as falling short of ideal faith that we think is necessary for a relationship with God. In short, we dilute our bold and childlike full-bodiedness being daring and intense in who we authentically are, we dilute our richness and our complexity through our unnecessary and downright cruel self-judgment. Paul reminds us that being full-bodied before God does not prescribe uniformity or any illusion of perfection. Paul spends the preceding chapters in the letter to the Romans explaining the essence of God's relationship with humanity. In short, God freely offers mercy and grace to all humanity through Christ. Even as we resist, even as we turn away from our relationship with God out of our own insecurities. It is God's will that is good and acceptable and perfect. And God's desire for us is to trust that God is with us and God is for us. 
And with that foundational trust and security, God dares us to live full-bodied lives that involve risk and courage and hope and living lives of unique diversity, releasing any expectation of clone-like uniformity. Diversity is inherent in who we are as followers of Christ. As Paul reminds us in today's scripture, there is one body in Christ with many members, with different gifts that God has granted to us. We cannot be full-bodied in our communities and in our faith traditions unless diversity is celebrated and unleashed for the well-being of this world as a sacred gift. As we are reminded earlier in the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus calls us to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. That is full-bodied worship. And what is the second commandment? To love your neighbor. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. That is Bring on your complexities and your quirks, your boldness and your depths, your unique gifts and passions, your fullest selves, so that the body of Christ can be fully revealed in love and compassion, in healing and in hope for your neighbors across the street and around the world. As Jesus says on these two commandments of the full body loving of God and loving of neighbors hang all of the law and the prophets. Diversity is challenging since our egos may whisper that everyone should be like us, whatever us happens to look like. Diversity was challenging to the early faith community in Rome that Paul was writing to. The apostle also had to remind the community in Galatia as he wrote that there is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. In living out our full-bodied selves, it may be difficult to make space for others and truly honor their full-bodiedness, whether it is diversity in spiritual gifts, skin tone, abilities, culture, orientation, bank accounts, language, or politics. We are called to see diversity as a divine gift as we unite around the message the values, the promises, and the compassionate service of Christ. We are encouraged to see and to honor the divine image of God in others, in everyone. As Paul says, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought to. In short, we're called to, as Paul says, transform and renew our minds. And that is where equity becomes an important and complex component of our full-bodiedness. Equity is trying to understand 
and to give people what they need to be full-bodied, to enjoy full, healthy lives, aiming to promote justice for all. It's not a one-size-fits-all sense of fairness, but rather a mature awareness that unique obstacles require unique solutions. Therefore, equity requires us not only to have compassion for another person, but also to have empathy and commitment towards one another that invites us to understand another person's perspective and experiences rather than being mired and blinded by our own. When Jesus calls us to love others, that agape love is one of freely given compassion and caring action towards others for their benefit, not for our interests. Equity ensures that all people have the appropriate space and freedom to express their full-bodied selves without oppression in its many systemic and individual forms. And this diversity and equity and belonging is the inbreaking of the kingdom of God here on earth. This diversity and equity and belonging is the fullness, the unity, the interdependence of the body of Christ on earth. Yes, as with most ways into which Jesus calls us to live, there is risk. There is surrender. And it requires courage. Sometimes it would be easier to hide, diminishing ourselves and deflating the fullness of the abundant gifts that we have received through God's grace. Sometimes it would be easier to succumb to the temptations of our egos as we confuse our singular image with God's infinite and diverse images revealed through all humanity and all means all, as well as all of creation. But trust, please trust that God already knows you intimately, even the parts that you try to hide and forgives and loves you beyond your wildest imagination. And trust, please trust that diversity and equity and belonging of the whole of humanity, indeed the whole of the cosmos, truly reveals the fullness of God. We are called to extend compassion and hope and justice and healing and love through all of our complexities and quirks, our deepest insecurities and our deepest longings, our boldest mistakes, and our boldest triumphs. Or as a quote from Max Dupre says, we need to give each other the space to grow, to be ourselves, to exercise our diversity, we need to give each other space so that we may both give and receive such beautiful things as ideas and openness, dignity, joy, healing, and inclusion. God is with you, 
and God is for you. So be you, the fullest you possible, while honoring the fullness of others as well. And remember, like a fine wine, we can continue to improve with age. Enhancing the depth and the boldness of our faith to fully embrace the endless mercies and diverse gifts of God from whom, through whom, and to him are all things. Amen. The hymn of the day is Sing a New Church. our hearts now to God in prayer. Jan is going to lead us in the prayers. Each petition will end from our humble hearts and our response. We lift our prayer. Let us pray.
Gathered in the name of Jesus, gracious God, we bring our prayers. Call to this place of worship and praise. We give thanks for the marvelous diversity that surrounds us, the millions of animal species and hundreds of thousands of plant species are a testament to you, our creative, creating God. Help us be good stewards of all that is, that by so doing we might honor you from our humble hearts. Lift our prayers. Loving God, we know that our human family comes in many shapes, sizes, identities, hues, and abilities. Even though our immediate community may be a smaller cross-section of humanity, keep us mindful of the larger world and see each person as a treasure to be honored, valued, and loved. Your knowledge is greater than ours, inspired by you. Let us draw our circle wide to include all within our and your loving embrace from our humble hearts. Through the prophet Micah, you have called us to act justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with you. As we strive to live into that calling, may we encourage governments, corporations, and other organizations to make choices reflecting the loving human hearts of people who are their core. As you have done, may they know the least of us as their primary concern and act accordingly from our humble hearts. Healing God, hold close all those who are ill or seemingly without hope this day. Send us into your world to bring healing and joy to those who are struggling and to those who have lost loved ones. May they be lifted by your promises from our humble hearts. From our many perspectives and lived realities, O oh God, we bring these prayers and ask that you hear us through Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you. Share a sign of peace and greeting with one another. Thank you, Pastor Eileen, for a beautiful sermon this morning, a challenging sermon on diversity. Um, and um, where's Tom Lawrence? Where's, I saw Tom earlier. Is he here, Tom? Tom? Oh, he was at the early service. Oh, there's Tom. Tom, thank you for the beautiful flowers. You are, you've got a green thumb. Thank you, Tom. It's in honor of uh, Bruce and Sally Howard. We had a, a service for Bruce uh, a week and a half ago, but Tom has these beautiful flowers grown at home, right, Tom? Yeah, thank you, Tom, very much. Thank you for that. Lots of other announcements put in the bulletin. I'd encourage you to read those very carefully. Uh, after the service, come on over to the gym. We've got cake. We've got cookies. We've got coffee. We've got a time for you to... Uh, Get to know each other, share the journey a little bit. Uh, two weeks from today is what? Rally day. Okay, so rally day is coming. Uh, two weeks from today. Uh, it won't affect your worship time on September 10th. It'll still be 8 and 10 on September 10th. But then after that 10 o'clock service, we're going to encourage people to come out the ranch, the MBRC ranch, which is a mile and a half from here, and uh, join us for a picnic. 
should be fun, horse rides, lots of things going on that day. Uh, we have, we're having it catered, pulled pork, hot dogs, uh, we're having some of it catered, you'll be bringing stuff too, but uh, for the caterers, says, well, how many are coming? Like, well, that's a good question. So just by kind of, uh, you know, however you're feeling at this moment, by show of hands, no commitment until you raise your hands, um, how, how, many, how many think they'd be coming to the MRC Ranch? Okay, that gives me a pretty good sense, very good. Uh, you can sign up out there uh, for that, but even if you don't sign up, we want you to come. And uh, there you go. I'll turn it over to Deacon Amy. So today is our final youth group of the summer season. We're inviting middle school and high school students to gather here for lunch at 1130, and then we're heading to the beach. So we're going down to Double Bluff to enjoy the sunshine today. So again, all 6th uh, through 12th grade, even graduated students are welcome uh, to join us for a beach day today. And then, as Pastor Jim mentioned, Rally Day is September 10th. Rally Day, we will be celebrating the return of Sunday school at 10 o'clock. We'll be having a celebration down the hall in the Sunday school classrooms. And then the next Sunday, the 17th, our regular programming begins with um, Sunday school and our Sunday forum, both at 9.30. And on the table in the narthex are these beautiful brochures that tell you all about the great things coming up this fall. So this has um, everything from choir and bell choir. Let's see, choir starts on Wednesdays, this Wednesday at 6, and bell choir starts on September 5th at 6.45. And then this has all of our other information about our meals and our worship times and our um, Bible studies and great things. So please pick one of these up so you can see what's happening at your church. Thanks. Very good. Thank you, Deacon Amy. A lot happening this fall. It's your church. Uh, ask questions, get involved. would encourage you to do that. Can we make a difference? We can make a difference. We can't cure all the ills in the world, but we do make a difference. And this week we wrote four checks to local nonprofits, but also we wrote another $10,000 check, got that off uh, to Maui for relief there as they're rebuilding from that. So... Uh, we are over $20,000 now that we've given to that relief effort. $20,000 a drop in the bucket, but you take that times 10 more churches or 100 churches or 1,000 churches, and we can make a difference in helping our neighbors. Uh, the shorts today, wearing shorts. Uh, Rocky, Susan, Heidi, and Vanessa Knickerbocker came in a new members class in January of 1992. Uh, they came in with Chris and Mary Wolstad, who are here with the whole Hewson family who came in uh, in that group, Grady and Mary Vaughn, Larkin uh, and uh, Van Van Horn, a group came in. Rocky and Susan have been a part of every part of our life, of our congregation, the last 31 years. Rocky, multiple times on the church council, church council president, Easter breakfast, I could go, I'd go on and on. Uh, and Rocky was here with his uh, uh, grandchildren and daughters at that ser uh, last service when we prayed for them around the baptismal font. Uh, Susan would not come anywhere near the spotlight today. It was going to be too hard for her, so she stayed away. Uh, but we wish them the best. Uh, they're going to swim. And as I told Rocky this morning, we hope that it's miserable for you and you come back. Uh, but we do wish them the best, and we put together just a little, uh, little video for you. There are places I Oh, my life, though some have changed, 
Which reunion it was. Steve was there, and Steve and I shaved our beard, and we made you shave your mustache. I think that was the greatest joy I've had in our relationship, my brother from another mother. get their new address and have that out for you the next uh, next week or the following Sunday so you can send them a card and uh, we just give thanks uh, give thanks it's a beautiful place to live and love and serve uh, as we move towards the uh, end of the service now I'd invite you to stand if it's comfortable together we pray now as Jesus taught us singing together the Lord's Prayer Hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of service ends so your ministry this week begins again go out those doors make a difference in the world where god puts you this week and as you go may god bless you and keep you may god's face shine on you and be gracious to you may god look upon you with favor and give you peace in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit Amen. and are sending him on our way rejoicing
Thank you. 